Once in a while on the podcast, I come up with an idea and I go, that's kind of different. Let's do that. So this week on the podcast, along with my usual ramblings about life lessons and mistakes that I've made and all this kind of stuff, we're going to do songs that sound like other songs. And it's really fascinating to me because I think a lot of these songs, they never intended for them to sound like the other song, but I think that there was a little bit of influence, sometimes a lot of influence, and we'll cover it starting right now on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Let's go. Hey, before we get started, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. I hear so many podcasts where the podcast host never acknowledges you. And you're the reason that I do the podcast. It wouldn't do any good for me to sit up here in the guest room and and have you not listen. So I want to acknowledge you, whether you've listened to a dozen of these podcasts or more, or whether it's your very first one, I appreciate you listening. And I hope you'll find it entertaining enough to go back and maybe listen to some more, listen to some in the future, maybe tell some friends about it. Um, been doing it for, I think, about two or three years. It's funny because the station... The company requires us to do a podcast, and Steve and I and Fallon and Jenny and Tina all do a podcast, but I would say a good number of people in our company don't even bother to, even though I feel it's a real privilege to do a podcast, a little something else that's just me, and uh, no, there's no Steve, there's no Fallon or anything else, not like I don't love those guys, but it's just me and you, and I appreciate you listening. Okay, I'm going to dive right in because I could go on an intro and all this. I want you to listen to this song by Robin Thicke. You know this song. Everybody get up. Okay, now let's go back to like 1972 or 1976 and this song by Marvin Gaye, and you'll hear how much they sound alike. Now we know about that because that was a big controversy, what, four or five years ago that Pharrell wrote the song. Robin Thicke couldn't write his way out of a paper bag. I'm sorry. He's not a musician. He's not an artist. He's, well, he's an artist, but he's not a songwriter. He's not a musician. I think Robin Thicke is kind of a hack, to be honest with you, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Those songs sound so much alike that the first time I heard uh, the Robin Thicke song, I was like, that sounds just like an old Marvin Gaye song. And Stephen Fallon aren't as old as I am, so they didn't remember that. They're like, what? And I said, yeah. And so I pulled it out that at that moment, and they said, oh, my God, it really does. So today on the podcast, we're going to tack- tackle songs that sound like other songs. And in a, that has nothing to do with my usual theme of the podcast, which is life lessons <clears throat> Excuse me, that I have learned that I pass along to you Um it has nothing to do with that, although I will include one from my book toward the end of this podcast. But let's have some fun. Let's talk about songs that sound like other songs. And there are probably hundreds of them, but I've compiled a list of a bunch, maybe a half a dozen or ten songs that sound like other songs. So you heard that one. Let's do another one that's pretty much a brand new song as of July uh, 2019. This song is two or three or four months old. Um, but it sounds just like another song. The song is Sucker 
by the Jonas Brothers. Here's a clip. I'm a sucker for There's no denying that Joe Jones or uh, Nick Jonas is a good songwriter, but there's no denying that he was heavily influenced by this song by Portugal the Man. I would go as far to say as that the sucker would have never been written had it not been for Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. Uh, and if I were Portugal the Man, I'd be a little bit pissed off because it's a ripoff. I'm sorry. I like Nick Jonas. He doesn't have to prove anything about his songwriting ability. He's the musician in the Jonas Brothers. But that song is sounds so much like Portugal the Man, Feel It Still, that you really can't deny it. Now, let's go Way back to 1984. Might have been 83. Now that I think about it, probably was 83. But right around that time by Madonna. Now, this is one of her bigger songs. And honestly, it's probably my favorite Madonna song because it's just so damn catchy. But I want you to listen to the intro of the Madonna song Borderline. And then after you listen to it, I'm going to play another song that was big about two or three years before that that sounds so much alike and was a big hit song, but this artist of the song from the early 80s went on to obscurity. Nobody's ever heard of her her since then, and I don't know what she's doing or who knows what she's up to. Let's listen to Madonna Borderline first. Here's the intro. Now, keep in mind, at the end of the intro, the drums kick in. Da, 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 da. Now, keep that in mind and keep in mind the light kind of synth intro as we listen to another song from about 1980 by a woman named Stephanie Mills called Never Knew Love Like This Before. Check this out and see if it sounds just like Madonna. Right down to the drums that come in, dun, 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 dun. it's a little bit different, but still there's this building, this building, this building, and then bump, bump, bana, I never knew love. Did you expect to hear me singing on this? There may be more, so <laughs> prepare yourself. So I thought that was really interesting. And if I was Stephanie Mills and I saw the success of Madonna, I would have been I would have been really annoyed. I don't think there was ever a lawsuit, but there is no question that Madonna was influenced by the Stephanie Mills song. And Madonna went on to become Madonna. Nobody likes Madonna anymore because she's super annoying. But she had a huge run for what, twenty years or so, and Stephanie Mills now residing in the Where Are They Now Canyon. Hey, you know what? Who knows? 
maybe, maybe Stephanie Mills is listening to this podcast right now. Stephanie, if you are, send me an email and let me know what you're up to, to Ryan at kdw.com. That's also an address for you. Comments, any songs that I missed, anything that you want to talk about on the podcast, uh, send me an email to Ryan at kdw.com. Oh, we got a bunch more to go. Are you ready for our next pair of songs that sound like each other? When I first heard this song in 1982, I was at a radio station in Colorado Springs, and I can remember exactly where I was. There was the main studio, and right next to it was the production studio where we did commercials and recorded things and that type of stuff. I was standing in the production studio when I heard this song come on the radio. That song went on to become a huge song. Everybody knows it. It's been all over for 35 years or more, and it's called Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. We all know it. It was in Rocky, uh, Rocky 2 or 3 or 4, whatever it was, and then it's been in commercials, and everybody knows it, and you hear it at football games, and I don't know where all you, but everybody knows that song. The first time I heard it, though, I thought it was a song by Pink Floyd because to me... The intro of Eye of the Tiger sounds just like this song that you probably don't know by Pink Floyd called Run Like Hell. So again, I'm going to play Survivor. Here's Survivor. And here's Pink Floyd Run Like Hell. sound exactly alike, but I think you'll have to admit there's no way that Survivor could have come up with that little if they had not heard Run Like Hell by Pink Floyd. Let's move on. This is a more recent one, and this one is kind of a stretch a little bit, but K-pop, BTS, came out with a song with Halsey called Boy With Love. And I don't think it really took off. I don't think it really went anywhere, but maybe it's still kind of brewing and maybe it's going to pop and blow up sometime soon. Um, But when I heard the song, I was like, this sounds like an 80s pop song. There is no question that this song, if you remember the 80s or you've heard 80s pop, that Boy With Love sounds just like an 80s pop song. And I wonder if the person who wrote it or the group of people who wrote it, because anymore it takes 15 people to write a hit song, um, if they were somehow influenced by 80s pop, especially this one from Debbie Gibson. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Boy With Love first. Here's a clip. And now... This is Shake Your Love by Debbie Gibson. Shake your love. 
Do you hear a similarity in there? I don't think they sat down and said, hey, word for word or note for note or bar for bar, let's steal this song. But I don't think there's any question that those two songs sound alike. What do you think? Now, we're partway through the podcast here, nine or ten minutes in. Am I high? Do you agree with any of this stuff, or do you think it's just kind of coincidental? There's some that we didn't get to, and we'll get to some more in just a minute, but um, a lot of these go back a ways. There was one, uh, Viva La Vida from Coldplay. Um, somebody wrote a song, and I can't remember who did it, but they said Viva La Vida was stolen from their song. They did sound really similar. There's no question. Uh, there was another one. Oh, and I want to get this one. I don't think that I'm going to do it because I don't have it ready, but I'm going to do this one anyway. Uh, the Taylor Swift song, um, uh, and I forget what it is, but I'm going to find it right now, and I'm going to name it for you a little bit later on, but it's a Taylor Swift song that sounds just like Donna Lewis, I'll, I Love You Always Forever. Listen for the best No mistaken similarity, similarities there. All right, moving on to the next one. And like I said, I'm coming up with these as I'm sitting here talking. Um, and if you think of one that I missed, send it to me to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. All right, next song that sounds like another song. We are now up to a song that it's a little bit obscure, and you probably don't know this song. It depends on how old you are and what kind of music you listen to. But there was a band in about 1993 or so called Queensryche, and they were a rock band, and they did a song called Silent Lucidity. When I heard that song, I thought, this song is, it might as well be a Pink Floyd cover band. And because you probably don't know a lot about this song, I don't know how much music you know, um, but it's not real mainstream. You might not know Silent Lucidity, you might not know Mother by Pink Floyd, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but check this out. Listen to not only the vibe of the song, but the voice the guy uses, and he even talks about the same subject, which is crying. Here's Silent Lucidity. Hush now, don't you cry. Wipe away the teardrop from your eye. And here's Mother by Pink Floyd. So one mentions crying, the other mentions crying. Coincidence? I think not. 
We're up to another one here. This one is a, it's a, um, a Post Malone song, and it's called Sunflower. And I like the song, but the moment I heard this song, I'm like, this sounds just like Paper Planes by M.I.A. And apparently, I was not the first one to notice this because somebody put a mix together of the two of them. And I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. Why not? I think on a podcast, we have a right to play like 30 seconds of a song without being sued for copyright infringement. And I certainly want to respect that. And nobody wants to get sued for copyright infringement. So I'm going to play about 20 seconds of this song, which is a remix of Sunflower Post Malone and Paper Planes by MIA. Check this out. Okay, I thought that's really cool because, I mean, it's so much of a sound alike that there's really no point, there's really no arguing that it had to be influenced by um, by Paper Planes. Okay, I have a couple of, um, there's more, and I'm going to do more of these this uh, next week because there's some that I didn't get to, and I think this is a lot of fun. Let me know what you think, either on Facebook, comment on Facebook, um, it's just type in you know, on Facebook, type in take a shower show and it'll pop up and then just click on that and like my page and comment on my page and tell your friends about my page and share my page and whatever. Um, and I appreciate that. And send me an email with anything that you want to talk about, whether it's about songs that sound the same or whether it's about something entirely different. Um, that's Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. I have one more. This is from the quad player in my band, um, Dat Brasto. Her name is Melanie. And Melanie's just one of the coolest people ever. She is tiny. She probably weighs, I don't even want to guess, but she's tiny. A hundred pounds, and she is so smart and so talented and so kind. And she sent me an email, and she plays quads, which are four drums strapped to her shoulders. And I'm like, good God, Melanie, how do you carry that thing? Anyway, she said, Dave, I didn't want to wake you up with texting so late because she's got my phone number, but I just placed where I know the melody from Old Town Road. It sounds super similar to an old SpongeBob song used in an episode. Am I crazy? Or did the first line sound alike in melody? The sun came up and smiled at me, and I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. Let's do the SpongeBob song first. This is, I think it's called Best Day Ever. Here it is. And here's Old Town Road. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't. What do you think? I mean, it's definitely got the same rhythm, the same whatever they call it in verse, where it's like iambic pentameter or whatever. And I don't know what it is, but it does definitely have the same flow. I don't hear the same melody in there, but maybe you do, so let me know. Okay, moving on to some other things here. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, usually we talk about things that 
you know, our life lessons. And I'm going to cover one right now. It's chapter 38. I'm going to move my hand around here because I'm holding the microphone. Right now I'm in the spare bedroom, and this is the bedroom where Carson is stacking up all of his stuff for his move to college in about six weeks. And he's got um, uh, the Dr. Seuss book, All the Places You Will Go. Um, he's got a fan. He's got a couple of blankets. He's got a Berkeley banner. He's got a water bottle from uh, Gina in my band for a graduation present. He's got a footlocker and some shirts and things like that. So I just kind of set up in here to do the podcast. Okay, we're going to go to chapter number 38 in my book, which is full of life lessons. And it's taken me a while because I'm holding the mic with one hand. <clears throat> And I'm turning the page with the other hand. Bear with me. And here we go. I like this chapter, and I don't know that we've ever hit on this one before. Chapter 38, you can learn something from every boss. One of the best bosses I ever had was only 24 years old. He was only four years older than me at the time, so what could I possibly learn from him? Turned out he was friendly and fun, and at the time, he was professional. At the same time, he was professional. I remember one time when several of us DJs were sitting around talking about how to land wedding DJ gigs to make extra money. Without being totally rude, he said, I think it's better if you discuss this outside of work because you all have plenty to do here. Wow. Great point. Here we were on the clock scheming on how to make more money with a second job. Was it a horrible sin? Not really. But he reminded us that maybe we'd be better off if we got back to work on our primary job. Now, you won't always learn great behaviors from your boss. I had another boss who also, at 24 years old, used to let underage girls sit on his lap and run the control board during his radio show. And when I read that now, I'm floored, but it was a different time. It was 1982 or so. And I don't want anybody to, I don't anybody to, to try to figure out who this guy was, but in that time, Nobody in the office who was in management really questioned why he had 14-year-old girls sitting on his lap running the board at a professional commercial radio station staffed by adult men and women. Nobody said anything. Now, I was no angel. I was 19 years old, and but even I looked at that and said, that's fucking weird. Sorry. Why has he got 14-year-old girls on his lap? Anyway, nobody said anything. Um and I go on with the, the paragraph. I'm not making this up. And if it weren't bad enough already, he was married. He was later fired. I'm pretty sure I would have figured out not to do this on my own, but he definitely sped up the learning process for me. Another boss loved doing cocaine with his buddies at work and hiring hot young women so he could have sex with them. He was married too. Unbelievably, he was promoted and the entire staff resented him for it. You're going to have several bosses during your career. Some will be amazing and some will have you wondering why no one else sees their stupidity. And you know what? You can learn something from each of them. And that is chapter 38. It's very true. There's not a single boss that I've ever had that I haven't learned some amazing philosophy or belief or work ethic or some work thought or pattern. And if I didn't learn something good from them, I learned something bad from them. Um, I've had a boss that was, um, I mean, payola in the music business. It's illegal. And I've had bosses that have taken basically payola. They can't hand you an envelope of cash, but they can send you on fancy dinners and trips and get you a cool new flat screen. And there have been many people in the business busted by playing the new song by X artist and 
taking trips from the record company. It doesn't happen so much anymore because every company is so on guard about it, but I've seen it happen. So to make this back about you and less about me, you will have all kinds of different bosses. Some you will love and you'll remember forever, just like teachers. We all had teachers that we love and will remember forever. And we've all had teachers that made us miserable and humiliated us and ridiculed us. So um, there's my story about bosses. Um, I have a couple of emails that if you'll indulge me for a second, this is from Lacey and David, and I don't think I've read this one before. I don't think so. It says, Dave, I want to take a minute and write to you about your podcast. I love it. I listen to your show since junior high. I'm now 36 years old. I'm Lacey from Waconia, um, and she says, um, I listened to your podcast with Susan, and I had some comments. I truly do believe you have the talent and could have been a bigger deal than Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest, but I'm thankful you stayed in Minnesota. When you ask what is the difference between you and others in your field that have gone further, Susan is 100% correct. That if you would have gone and rubbed elbows with the right people and were a little more cutthroat, you would have made more strides at stardom. But like you said, I didn't. you didn't want to go to lunch. You wanted to go home. You spoke about those people who have ruined dinners or stole your attention on nights while with Susan. These go hand in hand. If you'd gone on to bigger, bigger household name, those interruptions would have been even worse. You probably would not have the option to say no to certain lunches to smooze, schmooze. Your agent or station executives um, would have um, would have said you had to. Right now, your reputation is one of honesty, integrity, and great to work with. I'll take that and a genuinely likable guy. So even though you may have felt you've had opportunities pass you by, I still think you made a better decision by maintaining your integrity in this market than compromising some of your character to go further. Anyway, Lacey, that's very nice. And we were talking about, um, this is a couple of months ago, Susan was a guest on my podcast, that's my wife. And I said, why is it that I think our show is, I know our show is really good, but there's some other shows in the industry that I truly believe are not as good, but they're syndicated and they get paid 10 times more than I do. And, And our show gets a lot of recognition but without the syndication. And I said, why is it? I said, Susan, do I, should I have been more of an asshole? She said, no, it's not really that. She said, you didn't want to go out and rub elbows. You didn't want to go to happy hours. You didn't want to go to conventions. You didn't want to go to lunches and meetings. And you didn't want to stay late. And I said, yeah, you're right. So maybe there's a lesson for you in there that if you want to attain that big level of success, you got to be more social than I am. So there's a little something. Um, the book is called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything. And I've said it a million times, and I really hope you get a chance to pick it up. If you ever want to bring it by the radio station to sign it, um, to get it signed, and we'll meet and we'll awkwardly hug or, or maybe just shake hands. It depends on how awkward you want to make it. And get a picture and hang out and chat for a minute. And if you think that sounds weird, I've done it a dozen times or more, maybe a hundred times where people bring the book by. Just send me an email and we'll set it up, Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. That is really about it for the podcast. I think next week we're going to do some more songs that sound like other songs because as I was doing this, more popped in my head. Hey, listen, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I think next week is going to be about the anniversary of the moon landing. So I've got an interview with Buzz Aldrin that I did 10 years ago. He was the second man on the moon. And you know all that shit was fake. You know that whole moon landing was a bunch of crap. I'm kidding. There are people who believe the earth is flat. There are people that believe vaccines can make your child sick. And there are people that believe men did not walk on the moon. 
and they're all crazy. So we'll talk to Buzz Aldrin. It's a replay, obviously recorded 10 years ago. And I think that'll be next week um, or maybe in two weeks on the podcast because today's the 15th. Yeah, a week or two away. Anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>